0: The following is a Frank R. Wilson presentation. Welcome to where we explore the magic of music from the movies. From the golden age to present day, we've got it covered. So sit back, relax, grab a popcorn, and relive your favorite movies through music. Welcome to What's the Score? I'm your host, Frank Wilson. Let's have a look at the shelf of CDs and see what we play today. That was the opening gun barrel from the film Live and Let Die, the first appearance as James Bond by Sir Roger Moore. Welcome to uh, What's the Score? It was uh, easy for me to come up with a theme for this week's program. One of my favorite actors passed away, Sir Roger Moore at age uh, 89. And he's best known, obviously, as uh, James Bond in seven different films over a span of Many years. Uh, But more so than that, he was just a really special man. Uh, Off camera, just the stories are flowing of his kindness and generosity, his great sense of humor, and of course his work for UNICEF. I thought we would uh, honor him on today's program by playing some of the music from uh, a lot of his shows. Mostly James Bond songs, uh, theme songs from the films he was in, but also some other things as well, because he was well-known for other characters and and other films, uh, and way too much to be able to fit into today's program. So, uh, unfortunately, not able to put everything in, but we'll try and reference them throughout the hour. Uh, His career started in the 50s. He was a contract player with MGM and did some little-known television shows, The Alaskans and Ivanhoe even appeared for a season on uh, Maverick as the uh, British cousin of Brett and Bart, uh, But his first really notor, uh, notoriety came uh, from a TV series called The Saint that ran from, I believe it was 62 to 69. Uh, and it truly made him an international superstar. Very well known for it, and the show was, uh, was well-liked and well-received, uh, not only in, uh, in the United States, but really around the world. Uh, It was an international sensation, and so it's very fitting that we uh, start off today's show with uh, the theme from that uh, television show called uh, uh, simply the theme from The Saint, and uh, for many of us probably in the listening audience, this will bring back a lot of great memories, so here's the theme from the TV show The Saint. Saints uh, run ended Roger Moore was really interested in trying to uh, break more into feature films which had been basically impossible with all the work involved with doing The uh, the Saint uh, and he did do I think one or two films I want to say it uh, right after this he did it probably his uh, best performance as an actor and one of his favorite performances called The Man Who Haunted Himself I don't have any music for that, unfortunately, but just as he was trying to get uh, back into feature films, lo and behold, television came calling again with an offer too good to refuse uh, for a a television series based out of England uh, with the the American actor Tony Curtis. It was called The Persuaders. It was hugely successful in Europe, uh, but a huge disappointment in America and unfortunately only lasted one season. It was a great show, though, and produced an amazing theme uh, that ended up being a big hit in uh, in England. Uh, written by John Barry, as many of you know who listen to this program know, is my favorite composer. He wrote this great theme that, quite frankly, I don't know if it really fits with what the series was. It was almost uh, too good of a theme for this show, but it's just fabulous. And I uh, maybe, perhaps, you haven't heard it before, so this will be a treat for you. This is from the television series uh, The Persuaders, uh, and music by John Barry. Good news, bad news uh, followed Roger Moore after The Persuaders. The bad news was the series was canceled. The good news is it opened up an opportunity that had escaped him before. The role of James Bond. And the story behind the uh, song is actually kind of interesting. Since it was going to be a new James Bond, they wanted to make a splash with a song. and uh, Actually, Paul McCartney who had uh, just started his new band Wings after the Beatles had broken up had expressed an interest and put together a song one of the producers harry Saltzman, heard it and said yeah yeah okay that's that's a great song so who do we get to sing it and the producer george martin who was going to do the score said well paul mccartney well yeah yeah i know paul mccartney wrote it and that's great but who are we going to get to sing it And George Martin said, you're talking about Paul McCartney here. And McCartney basically said, if I don't sing it, you don't get to use the song. Well, that settled that. And uh, the rest is history. It's one of the most popular Bond songs there is, and the first one to be nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, And it graced Roger Moore's first uh, venture into the role of James Bond. So uh, sit back, go back to 1973, and enjoy this uh, classic from uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die.
1: When you were young and your heart was an open book, you used to say. die
0: Live and Let Die was such a huge hit, the producers wanted to follow up immediately with another film. And so plans run underway to uh, make Man with a Golden Gun. They uh, wanted another big hit song, but they didn't really want to allow anyone else other than John Barry to work on it, as well as the score. He had a strong relationship with the producers. Problem was, Barry was in the middle of about two or three different films, and didn't think he could fit it in, but uh, ultimately agreed. He never really liked the finished product that much, he said, only because he really had to rush it. But uh, I like it. I think it turns out uh, great. Uh, And the singer Lulu was chosen, and she was suffering from a cold at the time, unfortunately, and wasn't happy with how she sounded. But uh, she always commented that she felt like it was a Shirley Bassey type of a song, and she wanted to try to uh, imitate that, but just ultimately failed. It was a disappointment in terms of uh, its getting on the charts as well. But I like it. And I think it's a fabulous song with uh, really great lyrics by Don Black. So uh, let's go back to 1974, the Roger Moore James Bond film, The Man with the Golden Gun, sung by Lulu and written by John Barry. shit. After Man with the Golden Gun, uh, Roger was now starting to get uh, opportunities in feature films, which is what he had always wanted. And uh, followed this up with a movie called Gold, which took place in South Africa. It was a terrific action-adventure film directed by Peter Hunt, who was a, a past James Bond crew member who had been an editor as well as a director on a previous film. Uh, and had a fabulous score and two songs by uh, Elmer Bernstein, the well-known uh, film composer. Now, I'm going to play three different things, three different cues from that film. The uh, title song, uh, some incidental music that I like uh, that occurs in the film, and then finally a uh, kind of a, a love song that uh, takes place uh, in the, during the course of the film that has a montage, a different scene as, uh, as the courtship starts. Uh, with Susanna York and Roger Moore. Uh, It's a great tribute. It's a fabulous film. If you haven't seen it, uh, you should check it out. This is uh, three cues from the uh, film uh, Gold, the main title, some incidental music, and then uh, the love song by Maureen McGovern, who you might remember. Uh, Wherever Love Takes Me is the name of that song. Let's have a listen.
2: Drill. burying my soul for gold, just to put a charm around a lady's neck, wish I'd
1: never heard of gold, why is there this lust for gold?
0: there was a delay in getting the uh, next James Bond film together. It gave Roger Moore an opportunity to do some more films. And this is uh, uh, one called Shout at the Devil that was uh, starring Roger Moore and Lee Marvin, a great uh, action-adventure film that uh, took place uh, in colonial Africa. Uh, I I've, Shame to say I've not seen it, and I want to. Uh, I've always wanted to, and I think now it is available on uh, at least on DVD and perhaps on Blu-ray. And it features a a fabulous score by Maurice Jarre, who we've played before. Uh, So this is a suite, uh, I think three different cues from the film that I think you'll enjoy. This is uh, by Maurice Jarre, and it's from the film Shout at the Devil, starring Roger Moore. One of the title songs best associated with uh, James Bond, and in particular Roger Moore's James Bond, is uh, From the Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, There was talk about how difficult it would be to have a song called The Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, And so the songwriters, Marvin Hamlish and Carol Bear Sager, decided to incorporate those words into the lyrics, but the song was called Nobody Does It Better. And it became iconic uh, in Bond lore, I guess, if you will. Uh, and is Roger's personal favorite in terms of uh, the overall film. Uh, it was in 1977. It was a huge hit and really brought back James Bond into the fold after it was looking like it might uh, go into oblivion. So enjoy this 1977 hit, uh, The Spy... Uh, excuse me, Nobody Does It Better from The Spy Who love Me, sung by uh, Carly Simon. Enjoy. interesting when uh, Sir Roger's next film Bond film was being planned uh, Moonraker originally the uh, title song was uh, written or the lyrics were written by Paul Williams with music by John Barry it was called I think Thinking of Me and the original artist that was uh, arranged for it was Frank Sinatra and there was a lot of excitement around that and for reasons I don't particularly remember we'll have to ask a future guest that I plan on having about the story but they uh, abandoned that and uh, decided to write a new song. Hal David came on with John Barry and wrote Moonraker. And a chance meeting in Beverly Hills right before recording, because they hadn't found an artist yet, uh, John Barry ran into Shirley Bassey and talked her into doing her third uh, James Bond song in Only the Way That She Can. Now, this is from the 1979 film of Roger Moore's uh, called Moonraker, James Bond film. Music by John Barry, lyrics by Hal David.
1: The goes in search of his dream of gold. I search for love, for someone to have.
0: When it came time for the next James Bond film, John Barry was still in uh, tax exile back in the States, uh, and rules demanded that uh, the score be recorded in England, so uh, another popular composer at the time, Bill Conte, was uh, signed to do the uh, title song and the score. And Conti had other designs about uh, possible singers and things of that nature, but uh, the producers really wanted to push a a young artist who was just gaining popularity in England and was going to start gaining popularity in the U.S., and that was Sheena Easton. And Sheena Easton still holds the distinction of being the only performer that was actually uh, featured in the title sequence uh, as the song is played. Uh, Maurice Bender, who does all the titles, really was smitten with her, apparently, and uh, it made for a great title sequence. And the song is terrific as well. So uh, let's go back to 1981 and enjoy this uh, uh, title song from Roger's uh, film, For Your Eyes Only, performed by Sheena Easton.
1: You can see so much in me, so much in me that's new.
0: By 1983, when the next Bond film was coming out, John Barry was uh, not in tax exile anymore and was signed to do the uh, song and score for the 1983 film Octopussy. Uh, They knew they had a uh, tough job on their hands. They decided they didn't want to incorporate the word Octopussy into the lyrics. Tim Rice was brought on board and asked to come up with five or six different potential titles, and All Time High was the one that was uh, selected as a title. Laura Branigan was the uh, first choice to sing the song, and uh, it was just about all but signed, sealed, and delivered, but uh, she pulled out at the last minute, and based on a recommendation from producer Broccoli's uh, daughter, Barbara Broccoli, who now produces the films, uh, she was a big fan of Rita Coolidge, and so she was brought on board to sing the song. All Time High uh, did chart both in the uh, UK and in the US and was a mild hit and uh, is another great signature phrase of uh, Sir Roger Moore's James Bond. Uh, So sit back and have a listen. This is All Time High, written by John Barry, lyrics by Tim Rice, sung by Rita Coolidge. The last major motion picture that Sir Roger Moore would work on would be the 1985 James Bond film A View to a Kill. Uh, At this point he had reached his mid-50s and uh, he and the producers knew that he had come to the end of the road. It wasn't necessarily the best Bond film, but it did feature one of the most successful uh, title songs. Uh, Some big fans of the Bond series and its music were the uh, rock group Duran Duran, and they were excited to be brought on board to uh, sing the title song as well as contribute to the lyrics. And they, together with composer John Barry, uh, put together a great song that was a huge hit uh, internationally uh, on the radio and certainly helped uh, the film catapult to, uh, to new heights. Uh, And it's a great swan song for uh, Sir Roger uh, for his days as uh, James Bond. So this is uh, 1985's A View to a Kill, uh, written and performed by uh, Duran Duran and music composed by John Barry. We've uh, featured songs from a lot of the uh, films that Sir Roger Moore has been a part of, mostly James Bond films, but I, I wanted to end with a cue of music uh, that is a particular favorite of mine from the film Moonraker, a James Bond film. It's a beautiful piece of music and I think it'll be a, a great way to end today's program. The cue is called Bond Lured to the Pyramid and features a choir as well as uh, some really beautiful music. But for the purposes of today's program, I'm going to change the name of the cue to uh, Sir Roger Moore Ascends Into Heaven. And I think when you hear it, you'll understand why I changed the name for today's program. Uh, It's a beautiful piece of music written by John Barry for the film Moonraker. Sit back and Have a listen. another edition of What's the Score? our tribute to Sir Roger Moore who passed away this week at age 89 his uh, films will live on forever as will the music for them and his legacy as an ambassador with UNICEF will cement his name and history forever I hope you've enjoyed going back memory lane for some of the great films of Sir Roger Moore and that you join us next time for another edition of What's the Score? My name's Frank Wilson. So long.